0: Okay, so today's daf we learn, and we revisit a machlok we saw previously, and that is as follows. If someone has piled up his uh, his grain, but it hasn't yet formed smooth over the pile, so hasn't reached and somebody else comes along and does a smoothing over for him, that, but that was Shalomidato, without the knowledge of the Balabite. Is it Koveya now such that no one can even have a snack? We saw this machlok before, it's a machlok, of here Yochan and and why are we bringing it here? Because our mission is being used to try and uh, adjudicate also to, as a proof as part of this debate. So let's have a look. Rabbi Yochanan amar nitbal, he says, even if somebody else smoothed it over, it becomes tevel, even if the balabite didn't know about it. For Rabbi Shimon ben Lakesh, no, lo nitbal, it did not. Okay, let's now open up the debate. So metive Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish is on the offensive. It says, tanina. It says as follows. Now, that's a. I'm not sure which way you have it around, but it's uh, the the correction I have here. It's Rabbi Shimon is asking the question. So what's happened? Some women have given a baker a whole lot of, say, flour, and they want, and each of them have given us like a certain amount, small amounts. Importantly, it's saying, kishir." None of them has a shear on their own to qualify to require challah. And they've given it to the baker for the purpose of producing sourdough. And eventually what's going to happen, he's not producing little uh, little containers for each, for each of these ladies. He's going to put it all together, make a big batch of this dough and, and feed it as one does to produce sourdough and then split it up when he's finished and, give it and distribute it to all the ladies. Mm-hmm. that gave him the flour. So we say that even though that it seems to be the but despite the fact that the, each of them individually didn't have a shiur, but when it went all together, it's going to be a shirukhala. And we find that what? We find that he's, it's still Khala. So who does this sound like? This seems to support shita resh lakish. Meaning, since he is what's bringing it to a chiyuv, shalomidat, the owners, meaning they, were, they wanted to have their own little packages done. Uh, but nonetheless, despite the fact that, so in other words, it was done shalomidat. And because it was shalomidat, that's why it uh, doesn't reach chiyuv chala. So in other words, he takes it all, makes the sourdough, distributes it, and they're not chayitinchala yet. Okay, he doesn't have to uh, What's the matter? It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> here, that here you have multiple owners. In our case, you have one owner. Okay, so that's exactly what the Gemara tries to address. Le, he says, that's exactly what the Gemara says. So shechen manat isap challah He says it's very different because we've got a din anyway. If someone makes dough. From, with the intention from the outset to split it up, to, to have it as small pieces, it's not Chayvachal, it's not mitzaref. To appreciate this, I'd like to show you the rush Suriliot. He says, in other words, if it's Amarat Lechalka, from the outset, you were going to divide it up for the very different owners. It says, Ptura, filu b'alabait gufa, Lord Tavil, even for the Balabite himself, why dahasofu masha asa? because he wanted to, Soter, he wanted to take apart that which he put together. The Afa Gav, despite the fact. The now it's all together. Love Klumu, it's irrelevant. The because we're going by the end. The intention was to give it, to distribute in the small little pieces. The Gabi Miruach Kuri, but when you're talking about smoothing over a pile, that's Shani, the Adaraba, that's different. Why? Because there, Balabayt Sofer Lemarcho, the Balabait. in the end of the day, he's going to smooth it over anyway. Right, if we assume he hasn't reached Mamalakha, that means he intended to smooth it over. la Amidari Mao is going to make it a olam. That's the way for people to do things. That's why Rabbi Yochanan would say it's different. Afa even if somebody else did it, it would be Khayaiv. In other words, so let's 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 understand the debate now. With this, we understand Rabbi Yochanan a lot better. Rishim Barish says, unless I do Mirachakiri, it's not Kovea. According to Rabbi Yochanan, it says, well, it doesn't matter if anybody else does it, it'd still be koveya because at the end of the day, he's gonna to have to reach that point and do it himself ah, you tried to bring a proof of challah, challah is completely not relevant. Because we say, if you're making an isah, to give it to all these different people, then it is, it's, it's not, it's not mitzaharif. So don't bring that as a counter-argument to Rabbi Yochanan. And the Gemara says, but one second. We've got nachdom, or what if a nachdom, he himself, now, importantly, differently, the, the case here is different. He didn't receive flour from lots of, lots of different people. He just did a mass production on his own of sourdough with the intention that customers are coming tomorrow I'll give them small amounts and so they can come and then they can take it away in that situation mm-hmm. the, 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 Mish- the mishnah says is chayv b'chala. so you see even if the intention is to split it up to small rolls it doesn't make it it'd be chayv so that wasn't a good counter argument says so no don't bring me a kasher from a baker why because mm-hmm. a baker in other words when it comes to this baker who's again selling all this uh, he's producing this sourdough he thinks it might be more appropriate for lots of customers going to distribute it but it might not be the case someone might come along and say I'd like to take it all and the Nacht will be very happy and then be or even, even if it's not all of it they are happy to take quite a lot that would be the Shear and therefore it would be Chayv Miad So therefore, since the outcome is really not dependent on the nachtom himself, the baker, in the case where he's produced everything from his own materials, and he'd like to sell to lots of people, but he'd also like to sell all in one go, you know, move the stock as, as quick as possible. And since it's not dependent on him, you can't say, oh, it's... It's aldat lechalek, and therefore it's not aldat lechalek because there might not be mechalek bichlal. It's not dependent on him, and therefore that's why the baker, if he produces a large amount, even if he thinks he might split it up, it's going to be chayiv in chal. Okay, um, I'll just show you here. It says shem ha'imtzal l'kuchot rotzim l'kach kolis s'risre l'chayiv im kormla him, and it happens that when imtzat fula l'chalol be tavul straight away, hilkach af im chalkan lebasov. Even if at the end he does practically split it up because he didn't find one big customer. It would still be chayef from the outset to love the data to the case of the Nashim that you tried to bring as a proof where the women themselves provided each of the flower. In there, he's compelled from the outset by, by way of this business arrangement to, to divide it up. And therefore, they're not mitzaref. Okay, so in other words, so far, we tried to bring a the case of a baker in, in his distribution of uh, sourdough as a proof, but it's not kashur to our discussion whatsoever, because there it's the lechalec, and if it's really going to be a chalec, it's not mitzvah. Okay, next. Malin. Now, this is now related to our mission. If you recall, we said if you had annals right next to a big pile of grain that had been completed, like a rich Marmalachah, we said that it is going to be, well, I'll just read the Mishra again. <laughs> right? Because it's come from something that's chayav. <laughs> <laughs> if it's next to something that's tura, then what? That which is in the holes would also be tura. But one second, once the ants have collected it and stored it away in such a fashion, that's effectively like reaching a Gorin. it's completed off. There's nothing more to do with it. But nonetheless, despite the fact it was it was done al data not despite the fact we should say because it was done shaloh al data it's still not considered kovei it's still be patu Yeah. So this is again another counter argument. according to Yochanan, he says as long as it reaches mirochakir, it someone else smooths it over. It's Kovay even if the Balabai ba- 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 ba, doesn't know about it. According to Rabbi Yochanan, you, you should think that even if the ants took it from a pile that hadn't reached from Ramalacham I and it hadn't smoothed over, the fact that they collected it and stored it in such a fashion, it should be considered if it's a nittbal. It should be considered if it's like the, if you like the pile smoothed over. Okay? Why is that? Because there's nothing more to do for this, this, this storage of, uh, if you like, this, this um, little store that the ants have put together. Okay? I'll read you Rabbi Chaim. It says, <speaking in> Halana <Hebrew> Od shelo mirach, so as and before it's mixed, mirah. She p'turim. If it's still in shibolim, in this, like it's not shibolim, p'turim. The afal gavda nimalim gorarot et ha gargerim mitoch hashibolim, spite the fact that the um, the ants have taken these little um, the, the, the kernels, and the nit marchu al yadam, and they've effectively been smoothed over through them, meaning. Uh, I think we I think we discussed antholes before. It's not like talking about feudal anthills. They can actually have very large, like, sections in, in the ground, and people used to mine them and things like that. But they, you know, they've created a proper storage thing. They've taken the kernels out and they're making a storage thing. here. and that's where says, "If we say as long as it's been reached completion." Even without the knowledge of the da- Balabai, it'd still be considered tabel. The fact that the ants have extracted all the kernels, they've done all the hard work, they've, the fact they've made a nice pile all packed under the ground. Why should be tourim? It should be considered like a rich brahmalacha. So you see from quite clearly the fact that Balabai, it must be that since the Balabai didn't know about it, that's why it's part of it. So what's going to be the counter-argument to that? The counter-argument is no, it's got nothing to do with that. Why is it Patur? So Amr Abiyona says, Amr Abbaal B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan Mishu miyayush. Rabbi Yochanan would simply say, why is it Patur? It's Patur because ants have taken his kernels and disappeared under the ground with it. In other words, it's because he's basically miyayish. it's considered Hefger, and since it was Hefger prior to Gemara malacha, that's why it's Patur from Trumas That's a simple answer. Ah, what about the case where he took her from another part, where the pile that's completed, and then they store in the ground and say it's Chayez? Well, that's because if you have Yush after Gemar Malacha, you can't remove the Chiyub of Trumas Amasra from it. So the whole discussion, well, the whole Nafgimina is whether, in this case, is whether Yush would, uh, um, whether Yush can apply. Like, is it, is it too early? Sorry, is it too late for Yush if it's reached Gemar Malacha? Therefore, it's Chayv and But if it's earlier on, the reality is Pator. It's not because it wasn't badat the that there was mirroch occurred. It's because he was miyayish. You just think, you know, you know Chaval, the ants have stolen, uh, they've, they've taken some, uh, whatever, 0.2% of my, 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 my crop and, you know, whatever. Let them enjoy it over the winter. Okay. So, so Shmuel says a different answer. He says it's not talking about whether they formed a mirroch underground is that the ants didn't do such a, a, a beautiful work that the, uh, that, that the balabite would have expected, such that it you know it removed the kernels and formed a nice pile in the things. No, they, they took the tops of the sheaves, sheave at all, right? They just schlepped them in, 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 into their, into their hole. And therefore it's sort of considered like a miruach under the ground. So you don't need even to come on to the, the, the answer of yush. You could simply say, because it hasn't reached miruach even under the ground with all the, in these ant holes. Okay, that's you, could, you could ask even further out than them. We could. What if? What if the wind? What if the wind uh, smoothed it out? Um, smoothed out the pile of the wind. Um, I'm not sure if it's that. That that would uh, be. Uh, I don't. Perhaps. I mean, I don't why, Nemele, why? Why? we have a havamina that uh, that that something non-human can can accomplish that? No, because the to Rabbi Yochanan. This is like I think I tried to show you this in the in the um. The uh, in the uh, Rush Sirilio is that Koin Trav Yochanan, since Hakri, this moving of the pile is an end point and he's gonna have to reach there anyway. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it doesn't matter how it occurs, as long as it occurs, it's finished. It's never. I, I, be it, your think friend, to, it sounds like be it ants, and by extension, it might even sound like if wind, if wind could do it in such a neat fashion. I'm not sure if that's possible, okay. Usually it's symptomatic of something. You see, miruach kri you mean, you understand, you know, there was a pu'udah with some intent here. Yeah, but that's exactly the point. You're saying like Rebbe Shlakeh. Rebbe says, look, it has to be, the Balabite has to do a badaf to say, I am finished. Right? Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says it's a matzius. It's a matzius that he has to reach. That. I don't care if he did it or it happened naturally or by ants or by, uh, by, by somebody else. Once it's hit, game over. There's nothing more for the Balabite to do. And he wanted to get there anyway. That's Rabbi Yochanan, okay? So no that's, that's what seems to be the debate. Okay, so m of Rabbi Shimon Menlach, Rabbi Yochanan, again, Rabbi Shimon actually has asked another question. If you maktish some of your crop, before it reaches the Ramalacha, the Gamran Hagizbar, and the Gizbar now finishes it. So in other words, let's use the example of the wheat he's moved over the path. And then you go and put it, it's Pturim. Okay, now the question is, Hare Gizbar Ka'acherhu. Is the gizbar hekdesh? No, hekdesh belongs to the base of Right, the gizbar is happens to be the treasurer, but he should be considered like adamacher. And you see, amar mashasaso, and you see that what happens is the miruach is considered a, cons- a significant miruach, such that if he's put her back, it's as if we can- it was Miru- It was smoothed over in the Rushur of hekdesh, and therefore it would be. Therefore, it would still be Asui. Uh, it worked. Now, this really seems to be more a kash on Resh Lakish. So let me just read you Rebbe Chaim. It says, Yeah, it must be. We have, must have the, It must be the other way around. If you have a look here, we can't say it's a kash of Rebbe Shimon and Lakish on Rebbe Yochanan. This is a kash of Reb Yochanan and Resh Lakish. It's a mm-hmm. the shino gears of the grass right at the top. It's a native Reb Yochanan and Resh Lakish. That's how you have to read it. Because, again, it's uh, uh, obvious, because we're seeing what the, what the Gizbar did is significant. It's considered miruach and even though he's considered an acher. So you can see, if somebody else does somebody else's property, it should be considered miruach Sorry, Sorry for that, um, that little uh, break. I'll just throw him by the gear, sir. Okay, because obviously has to be around. So Amar lay Tiftar, so Rishlakish can come back and say as follows. Tiftar command Amar Gizbar kabalim v'dalok reviosim. In other words, you have to say, this is a machlok that we saw previously between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir, that um, whether the Gizbar is considered like a third party, or whether he's representative of Hekdesh and it's like Hekdesh doing himself. That's a machlok we saw back in the beginning of Truma. I think I think it was Truma. Um, uh, yes, it was in the beginning of Truma. And it says, but that's not Rabbi Yossi, because the Rabbi Yossi are who Gizbar, who are her. And therefore, it's, you're right, according to Rabbi Yossi, it would be uh, Kasha. However, we must make, we must be saying it's not like Shidot Reb okay? Because Gizbar is acher. Now we say it differently. So um I say Reb Sarar Chenin a Chabro By as follows: the Afilu Yesh bakulun kishiyur. Well, it's not really b'kulin cool. here. I'm catching on the kishiyur gives the graft. It's really b'chol echad b'eched kishiyur Yaseh k'davah shalom nigmaram alachto. So to explain as follows. We said before, this is a kasha, what we said before, we said, let's go back to the case of the people that gave the flower to the, to the Balabite, to, to the Naftum, to make these ladies that gave the flower to the nachtom to prepare their sourdough. Okay, we said, if they each don't have a shiur chala independently, then that which they give back, receive back They're not chayev to uh, Mafrish chala, because we said the fact that the, the Nachtum was going to separate it onto these little pieces, it's not, it means it wasn't mitzitareth, it's not going to be chayev, it's not a shir it didn't reach shiur chala. So we then the Gemara asked, one second, even if the ladies each gave the Nachtom a, a shiur chala, the minimum amount of doi to and chala, it should still be pator. Why should it still be pator? It should be considered k'davar shalom in It should be considered like something that hasn't reached Gemara Malacha yet. Now, this is a bit like when, therefore, we view pator. As we see that the like, Gemara is going to explain, da'amarebiyosi Bashem rebizira, b'shem, rebi b'shem rebala, and if you recall, this is talking about the case where you had a whole pit of freshly pressed um, grapes, okay? So the juice is all there, but there's pips in there and there's, and there's skins, and it hasn't yet reached Ramalachah because you haven't skimmed it off. And we said, if you take some a jug, we said this not so long ago, you take a jug of wine from it, you can drink from it, even if it's pure, there's no pips in it whatsoever, it's not considered rich in Malacha. Why? Because you're going to eventually, if there's anything left, you're going to just pour, it back, in the, pour, pour back the remainder back in the, in the whole pool down below. Okay. So, so too here. Even if you've got the full sourdough to a shear, it should be considered as not rich in Malacha yet. Why? Because what's the woman going to do with this, or this sourdough? She's not going to eat it. She's going to take it and use the starter to make other bread at home, which will eventually reach Kamar Malacha when the dough is rolled, Garan Malacha which is the uh, which is when it, when it's finally rolled with other dough begin, you know and then once it's rolled then you bet when you do have at adkhala so that's why effectively, what the question is so uh, i'll read you, i'll read the rakim just to again like i do always um, he says da had la la the Seor hasn't yet reached Marmalacha. malacha Shari'atili denam You're going to put it in another dough when you get home. And Gmar and the Gmar Malacha is besha Gilgul, at the time when you finally roll over all the dough once it's all mixed with the sourdough and everything like that. The Hilkach, Afilu B'Saor have a Gilgul, despite the fact you've rolled over the Seor in the Come on, Balabayim, I said, you're going to take it and mix it with the other dough. Kolog ni Mar-Malacha toh, it should be even patur. Like Rabbi Yossi says, is continued with the case of the lagin, right? Because the case of a lagin as well, he says, since you're going re- to, to return the remainder in, the fact that what you remove removed seems to be nice and complete because there's no pips or anything in it, doesn't matter. It's not rich, I'm going to pour it back. So he says, I'll just read a bit more on B'chaim. So to here, since you're going to take that sourdough and put it as other dough, it should be considered. So, so or not? Must be that the sale itself must be considered as having reached the malachol. Malachol. Be a patur. It should be patur. Umat niti mash med miad chayev. But it doesn't say, it seem that way, because what we learned in the Mishnah there, it seemed to be only if the ladies each gave less than the sheira of flower to the nachdom that be patur. And it says v'lo mashni, and it seems to be akasha. kasha. That was a kasha in terms of why why it would be the case, because it seems to the logic seems to follows that even if they gave the full shear, since it hasn't reached really because that sourdough is going to be used as part of other, like to produce other bread, that it should, should be considered so it shouldn't, it shouldn't make a difference. Okay, so it's less as a kasha. Okay, let's now continue. Now, the, what we're going to do now is discuss all these various um, uh, vegetables that we said that since since the chazaka that came from Chutzah arets, they're part of the Shema and you don't have to worry about um, you don't have to worry about uh, in terms of you don't know, you know, have as a master, and you also don't have to worry about you can buy from anyone during Shemitah. So now we're going to try and explain what all of these things are. It says mm-hmm. What is this shum We said it was a very sharp onion that um, that it, caused, it could have caused people to cry, or it was from Baal bech as one of the suggestions that Rabbi uh, Israel made. Here you've got Chor, but it says, Dor Echad Makif Eta Amud. It seems to be that it's got one door. You've got Chor, but door seems to be one layer, one klipah that surrounds the Amud, the central part, like the stem, also like the central part, the core, if you like, of this onion. Whereas other ones, the one in Eretz Israel had multiple klipot at that region. That's what it sounds like. So I'm Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel, kosher Ein Lo Ela klipah Echad. And it has one outer klipa. As opposed to multiple, so, uh, so now now the next case is Ezelu Batzel Now we said Rahba was a place. What's unique about these? She um, says and it seems to be that's where the it's the stem of this onion, seems to be dissolved or pressed, could be pressed into internally within the onion itself. Okay. However, so, Rabbi Eres or Eres sounds like a poison, but what wrote Chaim explains that it's not really Harif. Okay, that's a type of uh, unique onion that not and you can impress your friends by eating a roll. Okay. A little hen, Grisina Kilkilin. So, kil, sorry, not, not Kilkilin. I make this like every time. It's Kilikin. Now, Kilikin is a, is pr- presumably from, from Kilikia or Cilicia. I think it is the location in Turkey. That's where it seems to be from. I think I said Sicilian at one time, but I think it's Cilicia. That's more the place. So, what are these? these special sort of split beans from this location, it says <speaking in language> they seem to be square, some sort of square bean. How about it's going to create a problem? Because <speaking in language> there's nothing that's naturally square. Okay, Google it if you like. The only thing you could possibly really is cube-like is crystals perhaps, but really in terms of there's nothing natural that is square. You can have this is like a square-ish beam, but it's definitely rounded corners. So um, there's nothing square. Okay. So how can you have a square beam? So hey Tibra what are you talking about? Vatanina, gufush-baherit, could gris kill kiliki, muruba. We learned that what's the shear of a of a bahere? That's a, a a mark of Negayim. So again, Negayim can affect the body, clothing, house. But here we're talking about the Nega, the, the classic white mark that affects one's skin. What's the minimum shear? The Mishnah, the Mishnah said it's the size of a gris kiliki. This is this, this is this bean. That's Muruba, that's square. Okay. By the way, that's like six by six hairs. Okay, that's like the the shear. So you see here that it seems to be a square bean. What do you mean kasha from? So Amarabibisna can call Garma Amalate Le Muruba. The fact that the Mishnah to say gris kiliki muruba, a squared. Uh, Cilician bean must mean that it naturally isn't squared. Because if it was squared, it would just say, oh, it's like a gris uh, kiliki. The fact that I said gris kiliki maruba must mean that you're doing a process of squaring to create this shear. Okay, so I'm our, I'm our, so therefore, And why does it say that? In other words, you've got to go ahead and effectively square it. So what does it mean, squaring it? Um, It doesn't mean mathematically squaring it, but it means like geometrically squaring it. So, The size of a nega is the size of this bean. That's when the nega is square of that size if the negar is elongated and stretched and area-wise is the size of the bean, then it wouldn't be the right shear, right? In other words, what the Mishnah is telling us is you've got to, it's the area of such a bean, provided that the dimensions of the negar are as a square. So that's what it means when it says kagris hakiliki. Miruba. Okay. so the Gemara asks if you have a few other cases. V'ha niga. So niga seems to be a type of um, vegetable, I think, from memory. Um, where was it? Sorry. Um, I've got to find where I am. Yes, Chaim says it's a min yereku. Okay. umurubahu. It's some type of a square, squared off a vegetable. So the Gemara says, no, melokitrin. It seems to be full of knots. Meaning that there are like it's got it's not a, you don't get these nice perfect straight lines on it. It's got these knots and bubbles along it. Some people say it's actually the some of the the sieve or the strands that are hanging off it things like that. So it's not a it's not a perfect square. Baha aviva de pila. Now, avivadapila. Now pila is a few explanations of what aviva de pila is. One understanding is um, it's actually a type of a vegetable. Like I read, Pnei Moshe says is anabshel pri Whereas um, whereas the, uh, the whereas the Rush Cerillo says it's a mean um, min kitnit, it's another type of legume. The nireb ni remuruba looks somewhat squared. So we say, well it's not really squared because agul milamatan because at its base it's round off, so it's not cube like if you like. So some people say it bayda me ma lo ben ben gamle Vatani, as it says, Vatani can learn a brighter in murubaba and in murubaba briot. So it says you can actually find square, th- in other words, what did Rebbe Shimon Mengaliyah mean when you don't find in creation any natural squares? One understanding is it means that it in, um, in, in actual creatures, creatures that walk around, in like, uh, uh, but rather but you would find it in Ochlin in foods There can be sort of natural structures, which is like we said with crystals, that can actually be um, that can actually be squared. It's actually a fascinating thing if you're interested in scientifically why, natu- why nature doesn't like squares and prefers rounded structures and things like that. Um, and this, I, was, I, got, I got, went about down a bit of a rabbit hole on this, uh, on this topic. For example, because um, naturally if, if you know, eggs were laid as squared, it would be you know, devastating and things like that. Like Fascinating though, being Australian, I'm proud to say the one thing that baffles the, uh, the, the scientists is the wombat seems to, um, its feces seem to be cube-like structure. And that's a that's a matter for further study. But let's, get, let's I'll leave biology for, uh, for you to learn on your own. And uh, we'll you will te, tell us by the by the season. Sorry, I, no, I'm not going to bring samples. Parochesha, um, I live in Herzl. All right, call to Hervil. Rabbi, can I ask a question? Yes, go ahead. Is there is there a practical purpose to the miruachakri? No. It, and why did they do it? Well, we said before that people didn't do Murah when, whenever the Gemara Malacha was, even if you just simply formed a pile. So it doesn't have, it doesn't, it's not that they have to do Miroh it's just Miroh generally was the indication that I finished Malacha. So that's why we always use Miroh as the example. But we've seen previously, towards, I think, in the beginning of this in the scepter, that can be even if it's like filling a basket. And if it would cover it over then that would be of say if figs we discussed this then that would be the indication they finished it but if they didn't cover it over then as soon as they fill the basket and if they're not going to fill the basket, it's when they've got cols are in other words we're, we're just using mirohakri as the as the product uh, like the the example of, of a point that's marmalaka so it seemed to be that Marooka moving of the pile was the indication that I finished you know I banged everything out I've collected it up all the, all the kernels and I've smoothed it over I'm, I'm done okay? very good. Thank you. Okay, Kulte. A oh, good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everybody. Thank you.